First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Joined today by Jenna Tobble and Troy Brenhog, First Alliance Credit Union. Troy's back. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hi. Okay. So, Jenna, last time we talked, right before the Thanksgiving holiday, it was all about being motivated for making good money moves. What's the topic today? Yeah. So... Today, um, just given the fact that we are kind of entering a high spending season with the holidays, um, I thought it would be a good time to kind of talk about credit cards again. Um, So we've talked about them briefly in in many shows, and we talked um, at length about them and managing them um, in past episodes, um, 20 and 26, I believe. But today, we're going to kind of be focusing a little bit more on the basics. of credit cards, some things that people need to know in order to help them continue to make good money moves when it comes to having and using credit cards. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, but before we dig into the details of that, that Troy's going to share with us today, I thought it would be kind of fun and a little bit different if we talked a little bit about the history of credit and credit cards. So I have, um, it, and it's a long history. Okay. <laughs> so The idea of credit um, has actually been around for almost as long as money itself. Really, the concept of a credit card actually dates back all the way to ancient civilizations like in Mesopotamia, so a very long time ago. Um, They would use stone tablets to track large trade between different um, civilizations and nations when actual physical payment would have been to cumbersome to move between communities. Um, So some of the first written rules about things like lines of credit actually even appear in um, documents like the Code of Hammurabi. Um, So these laws established like rules for loaning and paying back money and how interest would be charged. So this concept of uh, using credit to buy and trade for things that you want is a very old concept. It's not something new to our society. It's something we've been dealing with for a very, well, for our entire existence, really. Um, There's actually evidence that dates as far back as 1700 B.C., that merchants would allow farmers to purchase things like seeds and pay for those seeds after the harvest season. So when they finally sold their harvest and had the money, they then they would pay for the seeds. Fascinating. Yeah, there's all yeah this, and I'm gonna jump way way ahead now. So um, we so from 1700 BC to the 1920s and through to the 1940s, um, you actually start seeing retailers and hotels um, allowing their regular customers to build up like a balance with the business and then using what was known at the time as shopper's plates to keep track of that balance, right? So these they were these little metal plates that were actually very similar size to what the modern credit card looks like now. And they just kind of contain the customer's name and billing address, right? And then the retailers kept the, these shopper's plates in their store and would use them to generate receipts and keep track of the amount that the customer actually owed. Um, and then the customer would come in, pay off the balance in the store periodically, you know, probably about once a month, right? Sure. <laughs> you know, um, and you still see that practice happening today, but in the form of what are, you know, store cards. 
right? So, um, and a lot of times what the store courts have now, they tend to come with things like rewards or different store discounts and things like that. Um, so it wasn't until about the 1950s that you actually saw universal credit cards that could be used at multiple retailers with the one card. And the first one that you see is was put out by what was called the Diners Club. And it was actually, made, it was just like a little cardboard card that allowed you to keep track of different balances at different restaurants in New York City. So that was where it started. Um, and then by 1953, the Diners Club card actually became internationally accepted. So it grew very quickly in popularity. Um, and then jump forward a little bit farther. So then in the 1960s, you really start seeing this surge of universal credit cards from financial institutions like American Express, right? So that's when they started really becoming popular universal usage. Um, soon after that that happened, right? It's also in the 1960s, you um, get a, there's a group of banks that came together to form what was known as Interbank Card Association. And they are actually the group that created the first MasterCard. Um, and once that happened, that's when you started seeing credit cards like you think of today, right? So fast forward to today, right? And now you you can carry your credit card in a digital format using tools like digital wallets, some um, Apple Pay, Google Pay, Samsung Pay, Android Pay, those types of things. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, even I believe Apple even has a fully digital credit card called the Apple card. You don't even have to have the physical card to use it. Um, it it's it's pretty wild <laughs> when you think about well, it where it started all the way to where we're at today where you don't even have to have a physical I always wondered about wallet. the person who saw what was happening with the Diners Club and came to the realization you know, this thing could get really, really big if we did this. Mm-hmm. I would like to bet in the room when that decision was made. That's really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really fascinating. So, yeah. obviously, the idea of credit, people saw the advantages of it from day one as soon as people were bartering, basically. What, what mm-hmm. are the, yeah. you know, what, what are the, some of the benefits, we'll start on the positive side of all this, of using a credit card today? Yeah, it's, you know, there are, there's so many great benefits behind a, a credit card, right? Um, first and foremost, um, you know, can used right, it can really help with your credit score, which in past episodes, we've really focused on, you know, how to get your credit um, in the right spot and uh, so how you can how you can build your credit. So um, one of the things is, is capacity. So using this card, and if you manage it well, as in pay it off every month, um, you control your spending. You know, you're going to maximize your 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 points with capacity. Um, so that's that's probably the the biggest thing that I can think of. I mean, there's also um, you can use a credit card for backup or emergency, right? We always encourage you know saving for an emergency, but um, as in the state we're in right now, um, sometimes there's the unknown that pops up yeah who who can prepare for that well one thing you can do is have a a credit card for a backup right so if you it's probably the last resort or close to it right right is what yeah if if we you know that's obviously what we encourage when when we're 
um, advising members, right? Um, obviously, use your own funds if you can, but um, if you don't have it, then you need to fix your car or something, um, you have your credit card. Um, credit cards um, um, can provide some protection uh, for you too. Um, what I mean by this is with a credit card, you're essentially spending somebody else's money, um, AKA the credit card company's money until you get a bill. Once you get the bill, you gotta pay them. So it provides you some protection because if you were to have fraud on your card, um, you can file a dispute. Um, and you can also do that on your debit card. The difference is with your debit card, your money's gone. So your cash is gone. If, if you're using your credit card and fraud happens, um, you don't, you, you dispute it and you don't, typically you don't have to pay for that charge until um, at all, or at least until the investigation is done by the credit card company. Yeah, it's like a backstop. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we just got through, right, uh, Cyber Monday. So I, I can only imagine how many credit cards were used um, online on Monday. And if you used your credit card and, you know, some cyber criminal picked up your number, uh, they didn't touch your cash. They only right. got your card, right? And so, I, th I think it's yeah. happened to everyone now, hasn't it? It's happened to me several times. Yeah, me also, multiple yeah. times. Um, and then, you know, if you are able to, to really control your spending and use a card right, um, I really, really, really encourage you to look for one that offers uh, rewards or points for your purchases just because the credit card company then is going to give you an incentive for using their card in the form of points, which would allow you to maybe knock some money off your bill or give you airline miles or a variety of different things. Okay. Rewards cards, fraud protection, um, and also access to credit. Benefits. When we come back after this quick break, we'll talk about some of the downsides. On Good Money Moves, which will continue in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROCA, and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROCA, and 96.9 FM. Fleet Farm is making a big deal out of our Big Deals for Real Life event. Going on now. Hurry in for Big... Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell. Jenna Tobbles here along with Troy Brenhog, both from First Alliance Credit Union. The topic today has been credit cards. And we covered some of the benefits. Troy, I imagine there are negatives as well. Absolutely. Um, you know, and unfortunately... Um, a lot of times those those come out um, more frequently than the than the pros um, but I, what I really want to what I really want to stress on this is you know if you can manage manage a credit card um, and not overspend uh, intentionally um, it, they are really good but here are some things um, that you might want to look out for you know um, one thing to know is that I have to stress most, most uh, credit cards have higher interest rates or 
Um, in many instances, they have fees, annual fees. Um, so you wanna you wanna look out for that um, when you sign up for a card. Um, they definitely um, they, they advertise it, and um, it's very known. So um, annual fees, regardless if you pay your card off every month or not, you're gonna get the fee. So I would recommend uh, not signing up for <laughs> one with a fee if you can yep. at all help it. Um, just because there are, again, there are so many that don't um, have fees um, attached to them. Um, the high interest rates that credit card companies charge, um, you're charged an interest rate if you don't pay your uh, credit card off in full every month. So um, again, in, in a large majority of instances, if you pay your card off, um, whatever your bill says, uh, you're not gonna get charged a fee or um, um, interest, sorry. So with that being said, um, pay your card off. Um, also, if you miss payments, uh, no different than loans or any other type of credit, um, they're gonna have some um, um, late penalties, right? And uh, a lot of times those penalties could be uh, higher than a typical loan. Um, credit card companies, uh, the, when you are issued a credit card, you're usually issued a limit um, limits, again, going back to credit, have to do with capacity. A lot of cards will allow you to go over your limit. However, if you go over your limit, A, that hurts your credit because now you're over 100% capacity or over 100% utilization. Um, but they also have in their disclosures that if you use more than you're allowed or you're more than your credit line, um, you could essentially be charged for that. And, you know, the best way to, to combat against that is just um, uh, pay attention, right? Pay attention to how much you, you have on your card and manage uh, the card appropriately. The easiest way to do that is have one, maybe two cards and not 10 or 12. Um, and it just, it'll make it easier for you. You know, and... Uh, some of the you know best benefits of these credit cards are accessed by those who use them in the way you describe the correct way and the bad things show up when you're not disciplined and not keeping track or paying attention absolutely yeah yeah really a lot of times andy to your point it it boils down to you and you being diligent about what you have and how you're using it okay so why do these cards have to have such high interest rates? Yeah, because um, they can. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, there you go. <laughs> well, um, if we think about uh, credit cards in comparison to maybe a loan, um, credit cards, once they're issued, they're, they're out there, regardless of what you want to spend it on. Um, and just for that uh, sole purpose, um, they're more risky right um because you may spend it on wants over needs and if push came to shove you're gonna pay something that you need to have and if your debt is wants and your 
um, don't have enough money to to pay for everything you have, you're going to pay for uh, your mortgage, your, your car loan, and you might not pay for your credit cards or okay. you might pay them late. So they're first in line for somebody to default. Uh, historically, that's what's been proven. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that in and of itself um, uh, is is why they're typically um, um, a higher interest rate. Um, and outside of that, um, credit cards, once you um, um, apply for it and get it, I've seen on credit bureaus in my... Um, in my tenure in my career um some people have had cards for 20 years um that once they're issued they don't ask you what's your updated income and um are you still working um whereas if you were to get a loan or apply for a loan the terms are usually shorter it's for a specific purpose um and there's a little more scrutiny that goes into that therefore you're going to get a lower rate because the risk has been mitigated. Okay. And that, so once again, it's all tied to risk. Yeah, absolutely. So, so if I am that disciplined card user, I'm probably going to be able to get a lower rate on these cards? Is that yeah. going to equate? Yeah, great point. I didn't touch on that. So um, uh, I can't even say a majority. Quite a few credit card companies will give you a rate based on your credit score. So therefore, if, if you have a good score and you've shown historically that you can handle that, you're less risk at the time you apply. And everything has to be at, at the time you apply. Sure. So um, if you've proven maybe in the past that you are late on cards or that you've used every last nickel that they've said you have for a credit line, you might have to pay more interest just because um, you're more risky. The irony of that is that if you're the diligent, um, disciplined user, you're probably paying off the balance every month and you don't need the lower interest rate. Absolutely. And then you're probably actually yeah. costing the credit card company money because they're not making anything off you. All right. We're getting we're getting in-depth about credit cards today on Good Money Moves. Jenna Tobbles here, Troy Brenhog. I'm Andy Brownell. We'll be back in just a moment on News Talk 1340, Carol C.A.M. and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, K.R.O.C.A.M. and 96.9 FM. This is Clark Howard. Federal agencies are five along with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, K.R.O.C.A.M. and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell. Again, John Tobbles here with Troy Brenhog from First Alliance Credit Union. We've been talking about credit cards, and uh, it becomes painfully obvious that there are a great deal of benefits if you manage them and are disciplined in the use of them. So I'm going to throw out to you, Troy, what kind of tips do you have to help people better manage these things, the credit cards? Sure, sure. Um First and foremost, uh, pay it off at each and every month. And if you can't, pay as much as you can. Um, the, the smaller the debt load, the easier it is to manage. Um, it, typically, a minimum payment is anywhere from 
two to maybe five percent of your of your balance for the month. Um, it shows you right on your statements um, how long it would take you if you only paid minimums. So really try within your power to pay it off, and if not, uh, pay as much as possible. Um, another really helpful hint is um, going back to to having or using your cards diligently review your statements you know make sure that there isn't a charge out there that you didn't make um and make sure that uh, what you're putting on there is more of a need than a want um so therefore you are living within your budget or within your means um that'll help from your debt escalating your credit card debt absolutely um Another one, you know, I guess we really did. We, we talked about interest rates. Interest rates are variable on these cards, you know. So um, as um, an interest rate, uh, whatever interest rate it's tied to as that climbs, so um, so will the amount of interest that you pay. Um, but one thing that, that is highlighted on, on the disclosures is uh, cash advances. Um, you are able to pull cash off a credit card. However, um, it works a little differently. Uh, interest usually starts right away when you do that. And there's fees and the interest rates higher. So don't and, do it. <laughs> right. If you can at all help it, right? Or if you do it, uh, please go in and see a banker or a credit union representative to um, maybe get a small personal loan to pay that off. So it doesn't. Uh, get out of control um, and then like anything um, make your payments on time um, you know if you, if you pay late there's there's a cost for paying late um, so if you can whatever that means to you uh, set a reminder or put it on a calendar whatever you have to do um, just make a payment on time and then you won't have any unnecessary fees. Well, we've talked about before, you, automatic payments can take away that headache, right? 100%. And then you pay more, right? If you can. Yeah. Always good tips. And I imagine when you're talking about the products themselves, the credit cards, First Alliance Credit Union has some pretty good ones. Maybe you want to yeah. run down what kind of credit cards are available. Yeah, we, we sure do have some good ones. We actually have three different options when it comes to credit cards. So we have what we call our classic card. Um, and this one is really intended for our members who are either looking to rebuild their credit or are looking to start building their credit. So, and just to help them learn to manage the card. And so it, the features that come with that card are kind of designed to help people who are either just getting started or looking to better manage their okay. credit going forward. Um, and then our, our kind of middle of the road was what I, we call it our platinum card. It's a very simple card. There's no bells and whistles to it. It's just a very straightforward, low interest rate, no fees attached to it um, card. That's for people who just want that backup card in their wallet, but they don't want to have to worry about a high interest rate or, or annual fees, things like that. So it's kind of that middle of the road, easy to manage card. That's the platinum card. And then we also do offer a rewards credit card. Um, and this one comes with a variable interest rate, but the the rates comparatively are still pretty low um, when you look at other rewards cards on the market. 
Um, but you can earn one point for every dollar that you spend on purchases online in stores. Um, and there's typically no fees involved with this card. Um, so it's it's just a good card for somebody who has um, wants to get a little, something a little extra with their credit card for rewards and things like that that they can cash in on. And that's I obviously designed for the person who's well managing or managing the money well. Correct. Yes. Anytime you're looking at something like a rewards card, whether it's a travel, a cashback, anything, you need to be somebody who's paying off your balance in full every month to really take advantage of the rewards because otherwise if you you only get rewarded for when you pay it off right <laughs> yeah. so if you're carrying balances look at, look at the medium one right yeah yeah yep if you're looking if you're probably going to be carrying a balance whatever the the lowest rate you can get is going to be in your best interest at that point absolutely okay so we went in depth about credit cards always great information i love the history lesson by the way yeah where can I get more information? Because I know it's out there and I'm going to guess I'm going to find it on the First Alliance Credit Union website. Absolutely. Yeah. I encourage everybody to visit firstalliancecu.com. Um, is if you are looking for more educational resources, we have our blog. We have um, a bunch of different resource pages out there that, you know, talk about things like credit scores, deck consolidation, um, savings, budgeting, all kinds of things. Um, if you're a member, you can find out more information about all the free tools that we have available in both online and mobile banking that can help you kind of manage your credit cards. Um, things like the credit score tool, um, the My Cards app where you can upload your card and, and help manage and stay on budget and shut off your card if you think there's fraud. Um, and then also all of our um, credit and debit cards are compatible with the digital wallets. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, Apple Pay, Android Pay, Google Pay, those, you can use them all in those. Um, and as far as more information um, uh, about any topic that comes um, with financial education, I really encourage everybody to go back and listen to the past episodes of this show. We did talk about um, credit cards in two different episodes. So you can find those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can, of course, also subscribe to the Good Money Moves podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and tune in podcasting services. Um, and if you're not really sure maybe which credit card option is best for you, um, I, I would encourage you to reach out to our team at First Alliance. Um, they can help you kind of make that decision, get you pointed in the right direction, answer any questions you have when it comes to um, credit cards or any financial goal that you have. You know, we're here to help and you don't have to necessarily be a member in order to just reach out to us and ask us a question. Absolutely. First Alliance Credit Union is there to help you make good money moves. And we'll have another episode next week. Jenna Tubble, Troy Breidenhog, thanks so much again. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, Andy. We'll be back next week again on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News Talk 1340, KROC.